So the Ten Die and Dora story is interesting. What is the story behind this? The key points he made in that interview, um, he alluded to, strongly alluded to the fact that he believes that the almost disunity amongst the players or the lack of team spirit amongst the players was a cause of their poor performance this season and to a certain extent um, him not scoring goals in the second half of the season now. That's Peter Dutoy on the story behind Tendai Indoro's recent interview with Sokola Duma. You can hear more of that later in this episode. Hello and welcome ladies and gents to the Sokola Duma transfer show. In this week's episode we check out the top transfer speculation in Mzansi with Masebe Krina. Kat Buckerfield looks at the transfer news from abroad. Peter Dutoy speaks to us on the story behind the Sia where we analyze the story behind Tendai Indoro and the Orlando Pirates squad. Enjoy the show. We joined now in the studio by Masebe Krina, he's a Sokola Duma journalist. Masebe, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. Yes, man, how's it going? How's, how crazy is this transfer window in comparison to the others so far? Uh, not very busy, but uh, yeah, I can, I can say it's starting to, to become very busy. Uh, yeah, clubs are signing players. Yeah, we're hoping there's going to be uh, exciting signings. Mm, and obviously, it's more work for you the more they signed. Um, it looks, Tineshadebe looks very imminent for Kaiser Chiefs, um, but I also have another Kaiser Chiefs player, another former Pirates player linked with Kaiser Chiefs, Ndomiso Mabena, currently plays for Platinum Stars. His contract is going to run out. He's going to be a free agent. He's been linked with Kaiser Chiefs. How true is that story? Yeah, it, it is true. Um uh like like you correctly mentioned his contract is uh, coming to an end uh very soon at platinum stars uh but their general manager um at the poking club has confirmed with us that um they're still negotiating with him they're still trying to to keep him you know he's been very good for them he's one of the important uh, members of the team. I mean, the last three seasons has been with them. Uh, he has done a lot, scoring goals for them, contributing much to, to their progress. But yeah, um, Kaiser Chiefs and uh, their policy in recent uh, seasons, um, they, 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 they like to um, uh, assign players uh, who are free, uh, like, like Vets has done. So uh, um, they, they, we've been told and we know that, yeah, um, they, they, they're very keen. And he won't be the first to join um, Kaiser Chiefs from Orlando Pirates, of course. But uh, before we move on to the next transfer, is it this crazy, though, that Ndumiso um, Mabena was the player of the season at um, Platinum Stars? Why is it that they would la- allow a contract to run to this point where he's a free agent? Does it mean that he was holding up, he was not, tr- he didn't want to sign, he didn't want to extend? Was it from the player side, from what you can hear, or was it from Platinum Stars being slow? Yeah, you know, with, with, with these things, Ndumiso uh, Mabena is... Uh, uh, a, a high-profile player, like you mentioned, he has been to Pirates. Uh, uh, he did relatively well there. Um, he 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 is not young anymore. So mm. with the, with these kind of situations, um, money uh, becomes a, a very huge factor. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Platinum Stars did try to to talk to him um, very early. Uh, but uh, maybe the player has demands um, are, are, are big. You know, a club like Platinum Stars is always very, very careful with their budget and how how they do business mm. uh, in terms of signing the players. Maybe what he is asking for at this stage is not what the club is, is looking to to pay. So that's why they may uh, 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 possibly see him leave. 
Mm. And of course, we've this story. We've we've continued with it because it's an intriguing one. Um, we 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 mention it over and over again that John Comitis was not happy. Um, uh, Sundown still look like they're still interested in opening Goma because they want to replace Kick and Dolly. We're still reporting it on the paper because it, there, there's something there. What do we know at the moment um, about Sundown's interest in opening Goma? Okay, let's talk the facts here. What we know is that uh, Sundowns is interested mm. in, 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 in the player. Uh, but what upset uh, the chairman of F- um, uh, Cape Town City at the time uh, in May when he issued that statement is that, according to him, uh, the coach of Sundowns, uh, Pizzo Musamane, uh, allegedly uh, 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 tried talking to the player outside of the transfer window, mm. which we all know that is not uh, allowed uh, so now that it is the transfer window and all the clubs are now um, uh, allowed to to start discussing player movements uh, try sign players for their teams um, there's no stopping them uh, I mean I'm talking about Sundowns now uh, to, to, to try and get Goma but whether or not they are going to get him is another issue because he's an important member uh, of, of, of Cape Town City. And uh, with a new coach, Benny McCarthy, coming, uh, uh, the club will want to uh, give him all the best players he has to work with so that um, he, he, he doesn't fail. He can continue with, with, with the legacy that... Um, uh, Eric Tinkler has left at the club. Mm. And of course, the last one that we'll discuss now, Orlando Paris have Mark von Yerden and Thabo Matlaba and Patrick Kungwayo. Kaza Chiefs have Spusi Sukumalo and um, also Tsepo Masilela. Uh, Mamelodi Sundowns have um, Zigai Mashaba and they have Tebu Kholangaman. So these positions look like they've filled up, but Orlando, these teams have been linked with Musa Nibusa, who's the left back and occasionally a captain for IX Cape Town. How true is it that he, he's going to go there to those to those teams? Would these teams have space f- to accommodate him? Well, um, l- 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 let's let's put it this way: uh, th- these clubs that you have mentioned are interested in this player. Mm. Uh, we don't know if he will go there. Um, it's unlike, uh, uh, I mean, he is contracted to Ajax Cape Town. Uh, depending on whether or not they will want to part with uh, part ways with him is another case. Um, he's very important to us, Cape Town. Uh, he's a product of their uh, very successful youth system. Um, but uh, yeah, all three clubs are interested in him. He's a very good player. Um, in terms of the space question, though, in terms of being able to fit in a club, and would it be fair for a 24-year-old to go to a club to go to clubs that already have left backs that are successful, already have left backs that are settled in the clubs? Yeah, the, the fact that they are looking it means that um, they're not very happy with what they have. Mm. Yeah, with, with those players that they have there. I mean, uh, Sundowns took very long before they. Um, co- um, um, Extended the contract of uh, of of Mzigaisa Mashaba, so you you can just see the um they 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 trying to check um who can they add and uh, uh, who can they they part ways with. So. Mm. Um, it's a matter of clubs planning ahead to be honest mm, alright it's interesting uh, so far the transfer window Masebe Kriner thank you very much for your time sir um, you can find him on his, his articles on www.sokaladuma.co.za he also contributes to the Sokaladuma newspaper that is released every Wednesday Masebe thank you very much for your time sir thank you very much Goja thank you
Tendai Ndoro spoke to Sokola Duma Radio when he was a top goal scorer. He also spoke to one of our colleagues, Zola Dora, in the latest edition of Sokola Duma. He spoke about his unhappiness of not being the top goal scorer in the PSL. I'm joined now by Peter Tutoy, who is the founder of Sokola Duma, to tell us the story behind the story. Peter, thank you very much for your time. How's it? Hi, man, and always good to speak to you and our uh, listeners and readers at Sokola Duma. So the Tendai Ndoro story is interesting. What is the story behind this? The key points he made in that interview... Um, he alluded to, strongly alluded to the fact that he believes that the almost disunity amongst the players or the lack of team spirit amongst the players was a cause of their poor performance this season and to a certain extent um, him not scoring goals in the second half of the season. Now, and that's that got a big response on all our social media platforms. But this mustn't be taken completely out of context. This is quite a normal instance in, in football worldwide. So let's look at the reality of the situation, which will give you the, the behind-the-scenes story here. Is that First of all, it is obvious that when you get a big team like Orlando Pirates that is not challenging for honours and, in fact, is struggling to get into a top eight, and that could be a big team like Orlando Pirates anywhere in the world, it is impossible to find a good team spirit in that scenario. If you saw the players having a great team spirit in that scenario, believe me, they're not trying. So you are supposed to have a disunited dressing room when things are going badly. It's, it's human nature. That's what will happen. And, and, and players are going to different cliques because people will blame, defenders will blame, strikers, strikers will blame, goalkeepers, etc., etc. So coaches get blamed and so on. So you the having a... Uh, uh, less of a spirited dressing room compared to sundowns or even you, you said about chiefs then chiefs were doing much better at the time um that's normal the, that's not the real story the real story is why um is there lack of spirit in the dressing room and the first instance one would say is is uh, um, because the team performed badly but that's that's sort of a byproduct of it the real reason is there's no leadership and if you look at the players that that Orlando Pirates have lost in the last couple of seasons, they've lost leaders, in particular guys like uh, um, uh, Lucky Lahwati, a great leader, goalkeeper Senza Mijeni, um also uh, um, a, a leader, and then uh, Sanguini, another leader, even Roy Mahotsu, a leader. So there you've got players at the back who are real, real leaders, have left the club. Some through through retirement, uh, some through uh, Roy went to was released, um, and obviously we know what happened to Senzo. Now, if you look at it, all of those players played at the back, and and this season, Sun, uh, Pirates' a record at defending dead ball situations was the second worst in the league. Only Baraka, who just evaded relegation, so that is very very clear that the lack of leadership was the real problem, and lack of leadership in any society, in any area, will create a lack of spirit and a lack of unity. So that's the real, if you want to know the story behind it, that's the real story. If he said to us, we had a great team spirit, yet we came uh, 12th, I'd say the players aren't trying. So at least they were annoyed and upset. So that's a good sign. And, and the opposite, when you look at Cape Town City, who, who really were there basically because of a team spirit and team organization, and, and it was great leadership from Manyama and, and obviously the coach, and 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 a center and their center backs who, who showed great leadership as well, and let's also talk about you know there's this whole thing about and we hear it about in South African soccer often that the the coaches needs to be like a father and the players need to be like brothers. That's absolute nonsense. It's a business. They're professionals and they need to act in a business like manner. The fact that someone doesn't go shopping to get at a shopping center these are not school kids. Or, or and a great example to use is that uh, Man United at the height of their success. And this is common knowledge. Uh, um, 
Um, Terry Sheringham, their striker, and their twin strikers were Terry Sheringham and and, uh, and um, Andy Cole. They couldn't stand each other. And during a the game, there was a problem. They, it affected uh, the performance. They were, they were arguing with each other, and th their dislike was very clear. What happened straight after the game, Alex Ferguson called them into his office, and he told them, and it's a, this is well documented, he told them, I don't care whether you're friends or not, but if your lack of friendship affects the team performance in any way or your performance on the field in any way, you will both go. You've got one last chance. So he showed and what, what he was and is, or what it was, I should say, a great leader. And believe me, Cole and, uh, and, and, and Sheringham, when they were on the field, they were teammates and acted as teammates and, and, and supported each other off the field. Who no one gave a damn whether they were friends or not. Another great example of it is also when Liverpool were the best team in the world, their two centre-backs were Tommy Smith and Emlyn Hughes. Uh, the late Tommy Smith in his autobiography makes it clear how much he literally hated Emlyn Hughes, but he respected him as a player. And when they were on the field, they were like Cole and, and, uh, and Shane, who had to have a partnership, they had a partnership. So the difference is, at Pirates, the players haven't showed that maturity on the field, and they haven't had that leadership on the field, nor of that off the field. So the story behind the seal with, with Pirates is very clear for next season. Get leaders on the field and get leaders off the field. And that's better happen otherwise they're going to end up with the same problem because this bunch has shown that there's lack of leadership. Mm. And there's also the, the talk of um, a complete um, restructuring. A lot of fans have been calling um, that Pirates need to restructure, get rid of players. Um, would that be a portrayal, portrayal of good leadership um, or should just they just get administrators that can deal with um, the off-the-fields of the players not getting along? Well, uh, again... It's not a case of the players not getting along. It's it, if they start winning games, they all become friends and they all get along. When they, people don't get along when they're losing games because they point fingers, oh, it's your fault, and so on and so forth. You you want players to be upset with each other when they're losing games. If they're friendly with each other when they're losing games, well, then then they don't have a winning attitude. So, um, the the way to solve it is the first question is: Are the Pirates players good enough? And the answer to that one is definitely not, because if they were good enough. Uh, they, they wouldn't be sitting where they, I think they ended the league table 11th on the log and they wouldn't be getting the kind of hidings they're getting. Have the, have the coaching staff um, um, shown the right leadership? That's not a fair question on the coaching staff because they've had three different coaches this season and, and coaches need more time. The Ertigrel resignation was obviously a big factor in this because they, built, they bought the team or built the team for him. And his resignation, as we all know, was quite a shock. And that did knock the 80th celebration back considerably. Mm. So we must, we must put that into, in, in, must take that into account as well. And then obviously the new coach only came in, in uh, just literally before the second half of the season started. So that was a, that's not enough time. Whether he's the man to take it forward and show that leadership going forward with this current bunch of players, that's debatable. Only... Irvin Causa, Dr. Irvin Causa and, and his board know the answer to that one. Um, the cup final isn't a good indicator for that, um, especially the second half. So if it was my club, I would certainly look for other players who would show a greater maturity on the field. The problem is that not that many of them in South Africa and the ones that are in South Africa, why would they leave the teams they're currently at? So I'd possibly look if I would go break the bank and get a centre-back of from from Europe or South America, um, and a central midfielder and a striker from those areas, and and 
these, but they've got to be players who have got a proven track record and they're top professionals that can play under any circumstances and, and, and that they lead by example and that, and that example rubs off onto the other players. And then what I'd also do is get some of the young players. They've got a decent MDC team and there's some good names in the, and good young players and I think they need some fresh blood. This team needs, needs a, a shake-up. Mm, it was an interesting interview. It got a lot of people talking. And we've now found the story behind the story. His name is Peter Dutoy. He's a founder of Sokaladuma. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Pleasure. To discuss international news now, I'm joined by Sokaladuma international journalist Kurt Parkerfield. He, you can find him on Twitter at Kurt Laduma. Kurt, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, thanks. How are you, man? I'm good, thank you so much, man. Manchester United, Alvaro Morata, Nemanja Vedic, Manchester United, Manchester City, Dani Alves, this, that, and the other. Well, those are the three transfers that we're going to be discussing in the moment. Um, you know more than I do, of course, and our listeners want to know. Alvaro Morata to Manchester United, what is happening there? Um, well, the talk is that uh, United have agreed terms with him and that a deal is um, imminent mm. um, but there's been a bit of a curveball with Florentino Perez coming out recently and saying that uh, there haven't actually been any negotiations mm. um, the Spanish journalists are still saying that it's it's on the it's going to happen um, within the next couple of days um, but I guess we'll see how that unfolds. Um, yeah, at the moment, what, with with what you know, though, and um, with your level of experience, do you think that with this um, to and froing um, between the clubs and the president, do you think that this deal is going to happen, or it looks like it's going to be off soon? I think so. I think it will happen. I think Morata wants to leave. Um, from what I know, he wants to obviously play more football. Mm. Um, he got that at Juventus and then went back to Real Madrid um, and didn't play as much as he would have hoped. So. I mean, he scored 20 goals in 43 games, so he, he's proven he can score goals, but I think with more first-team football, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll shine. And lastly, about this pair, do you think he can carry the weight of the Red Devils in the Champions League next season? I think he can. As I just said, I think he, he deserves more first-team football, um, and scoring, the, like I just mentioned, the 20 goals in 43 games is no easy feat, and I think with more first-team football, with more minutes on the pitch, um, he'll do even better. I think that He's a proper number nine, and United need that. United don't need a player who can uh, be shifted out wide to the right or to the left. Um, United would have got that with, with, with Griezmann. Um, but Morata, you know, he's a player who will just play central, and I think that's what United need. Yeah, and Nemanja Matic as well. This one is a funny one because we know that Jose Mourinho, when he left, Matic was one of the players that were said to be amongst the players that he lost in the dressing room. Now, ironically, he's touted to be, to, be, to be wanted by Man United, coached by Jose Mourinho. Is this a crazy transfer speculation? Is this something that is valid that we can look at and say, this might most likely happen? Yeah, well, the reports from England are saying that a deal is, is likely to be done within the next 48 hours. Mm. Um, apparently, he, he was said for his medical. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty bizarre. Um, I just think that Chelsea will not sell uh, a player like Matic to a rival club without having a great plan. So they uh, there's, there's talk that they're going to be signing Bakayoko from Monaco. Yes. Um, and I think they might even have something else up their sleeve because uh, it, it, it is crazy that Matic would be going to Manchester United, especially, you know, it's, it's Mourinho. So, and Mourinho hasn't really got a great relationship with uh, Abramovich at Chelsea. Hmm. Um, so it's a strange deal, but it, it does look likely. And quickly looking at the on-field dynamic now, Michael Carrick um, under Herrera, where do you think then Matic will fit in? Who's going to then have to hit the bench for Matic to, to accommodate Matic? Well, with Carrick um, getting getting older, I think it's, it's natural for Matic to play that six role. Hmm. Um, and with Pogba 
um, and Herrera alongside him, with, with Pogba and Herrera obviously going forward more than he does. Um, so I think it really could work. I think it will be a great signing for Manchester United. Um, yeah, very exciting. Mm. And another one, the last one that we're going to be discussing is an incredible right back. He formerly played for Barcelona. He's a Brazilian. He's a beautiful, beautiful player. He inspired Juventus to the Champions League where they lost out to Real Madrid. He play, he played for Pep Guardiola last um, the, the last time that he played at Barcelona. Um, Dani Alves is expected to sign for Manchester City. Uh, Juventus released him from his contract. What is the story there? Do we know for sure that he's going at Manchester to Manchester City? Isn't Chelsea in the in the mix? Isn't Man United? Isn't Arsenal or any of the big side um, in, in in the running for his signing? Well, uh, Danny Alves seemed to hint, I think it was last week, that he, he wants to reunite with Pep Guardiola. Mm. Um, and what happened was he and uh, Juventus met and mutually terminated his contract. Um, he asked to be released of his contract. Um, so, yeah, it looks like he'll be going to Manchester City. And um, there's also the fact that um, Gael, Clichy, Bakarisanya, which are fullbacks for exactly. Manchester City, were released. So it paves the way for another fullback. Absolutely. And they're also um, expected to sign Kyle Walker from Tottenham Hotspurs. Mm. Um, so I think that they'll be in great competition with each other for that, for that right-back spot. But I think with a lot of football, Champions League, um, obviously Cup, Cup fixtures, uh, Premier League, there will be a lot of games and uh, both of those guys will be, will be important. Mm, and before we let you go, Kurt, we also know that you know a few confirmed signings uh, for us. What can you tell our listeners about people that we know have put pen to paper for sure? Um, Mohamed Salah from Roma to Liverpool. Um, he's just become one of the most expensive African footballers in history. Mm. And uh, Quarantine Toliso from Olympic Lyon um, to, to Bayern Munich. And his name is Kurt Parkerfield. He works for Sokola Duma as an international journalist. Kurt, thank you very much for your time. Sokola Duma Radio. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was your weekly dose of transfer speculation. Thank you very much for listening to the Sokola Duma Transfer Show. For more transfer stories, stay tuned to the Sokola Duma site on www.sokaladuma.co.za. Sokola Duma Radio. Sokola Duma Radio.